0: And welcome to the Nursing Standard podcast. We're back for a rerun after a little break. I'm Flavia Munn and I'm the editor of Nursing Standard and I'm here with my dear colleague, Richard Hatchett, who is our senior nurse editor. Hello, Richard.
1: Hi, Flavia. Good to be back.
0: Hello, good to have you. And Richard, so you have been a bit of a kind of interviewer extraordinaire, being that <laughs> going out everywhere all around the country. And for this particular episode, you've been to the University of Surrey. So I was hoping you can tell us a bit more about the people that you met there and the discussion that you had.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely, Flavia. It's kind of going back to my roots, really, where it all began. In other words, to what we used to know as the, the School of Nursing. Of course, it's all changed now, isn't it? Mm. It's The Faculty of Health Sciences at the University of Surrey, which is southwest of London, and I have to say, a beautiful campus, full of beautiful people, of course. Obviously, Uh, absolutely. (laughs) And um, I met four final-year nursing students: Victor, Leanne, Wendy, and Louisa. And we really just explored tips on, on how to succeed as a nursing student. But also, as we all know, uh, 2020 will be Florence Nightingale's 200th birthday. Indeed. I don't know what she's doing, but 200th birthday. <laughs> and um, so we looked at the image of nursing. What does the modern nurse look like to these uh, nursing students? And that was, was really interesting.
0: Indeed. Well, let's have a listen now.
1: It's tough being a nursing student on a three-year course at university, working in practice, balancing work, study and home life, and all with the aim of NMC registration. I'm at the School of Health Sciences at the University of Surrey, southwest of London, with four students to discuss how they manage it all and hopefully to offer some useful tips. So you all realise you are the voice of experience that's that that's the yes yes you mustn't look at me like that you are the voice of experience um, so I think the first thing is I'll get you all to introduce yourself and just say um, what course you're on
2: my name is Victor I'm a third year student adult nurse
3: hi I'm Leanne I'm a third year mental health nursing student
4: I'm Wendy and I'm a third year adult nurse I'm
5: Louise and I'm a final year student adult nurse
1: so you're all third years yeah. Mm-hmm. So you are the voice of experience. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's <Hopefully. laughs> um, good. <laughs> yes, hopefully. <laughs> you are, you are. Um, a, an obvious question, and maybe we'll just go round again. Was it what you expected, Victor, when you came on to... W- w- what did you do before?
2: Or um, well, Before I was in yeah. college. Yeah, uh, Yeah, so I did... So basically... I did BTEC Health and Social Care Level 3 and A Level Biology as well. Um, and then I came in with those results into university. Um, it, university experience, because uh, I live at home, I'm um, certain I didn't experience like the full university experience. However, if any of you guys uh sort of living at home, I wouldn't say don't feel that discouraged, because. Genuinely, I haven't missed that much. I've still gone clubbing. I've still had a great time, you know. (laughs) At the same time, still had enough time to work, of course. Um, So, yeah, don't, don't be discouraged if you do want to live at home because it does save you lots of money. However, if you are living, like, quite far away, then it probably would be a good idea to come live here.
1: So you did. You did a because the reason I ask that is um, you, you know, these days people say, "Oh no, I did another university course, etc." Yeah. So you did. Um, you did studied obviously before. Was what was university life like? Was it what you expected it
2: to be? Um, yeah, for a first year it was. It was. Uh, it was sort of surreal going into a lecture theatre. Um, I've always had like this uh, dream of being in America and stuff. It sort of. It mm. sort of felt like it was like that. But yeah, it was uh, as well as uh, no no matter how much fun it was, it was pretty difficult to get used to the program at the start because it's a very big step up from uh, from college level uh, just because of the amount of planning, the amount of workload that you putting that you are put on straight away off the bat um so you do need to have very good organizational skills but don't worry like over time you will develop them through many mistakes <laughs> i speak from experience uh and uh, yeah just uh, try not to take it uh to try not to go too hard on yourself guys but you know at the same time do push yourself as much as you can to be able to get the most out of it
1: and um, leanne you're on a mental health course what are your thoughts on those organizational skills did you have them did you have to develop them
3: I'm quite an organised person anyway, because otherwise I would never function day to day. So That was quite an an easy thing for me. I think the biggest thing was the, I'd been out of education for a while, so it was the the step up and especially with the sort of anatomy side of things, that was a challenge in my first year because it had been so long since I'd studied anything like Mm. that. That was the sort of biggest thing for me. Yeah, the the first year here is very generic across the board. Um, Although our placements are field specific, our first year is very general, and I think that did come as quite a surprise because biology is not my strongest subject, so that was a bit of a challenge. But I mean, there was a lot of support, so everyone here was really great, and I felt like I did actually get up to speed a lot quicker than I expected to, which is helpful.
1: <laughs> Wendy, that step up that they're both talking about, um, is that something that was an easy transition for you? Is that something that you recognise? It is a step up.
4: I... I definitely agree with what Leanne was saying. Um, my background is in music. I had a, I did a music degree when I was 18. I'm 43 now, so there's been quite a, a jump in between. And I had about 15 years where I wasn't working at all. So this was my sh- my step up back into university life. And um, I don't have a scientific background at all. So I did find the anatomy and physiology really difficult. But I was expecting to find it difficult. And it was.
1: (laughs) I mean, what was, what was, because Leanne, you talked about support, etc. I mean, we will sort of nod with that. But what is the support? Is it online? Is it tutors? Is it different ways of learning? What, 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 for both of you, what was the definition of support in that area?
4: The the tutors post things online for you to look at prior to the lectures, oh, okay. which, which is all what I found that quite helpful so that you're not going into the lecture completely blind. I also found Khan Academy really useful. Mm-hmm. They do lots of sort of really short videos, 10-15 minutes and that really really helped me with my anatomy and physiology because I'm i quite a visual learner so I found it useful to watch videos.
1: Yeah.
3: I think doing your, your pre-reading is the key thing. Mm-hmm. So many people came in, hadn't done it, and you pay for it because you have no idea what is going on the rest of the lecture. But if you do it, you feel like you've come in with at least a basic understanding of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that does make a huge difference.
1: So there's, there's I suppose, the key there is recognising, I mean, because you could carry on just not doing that, you, mm-hmm. it's, it's recognising what it is that you need to do to correct the deficit.
4: Definitely. The onus is really on you okay. to, to identify that actually I don't really know anything about this. So no one's going to check up on you um, to check whether you've done the pre-reading. It's really down to you because we're all adult learners so they expect you to just do it.
1: Yeah. And Louisa, um, everything did you expected?
4: Um, well, I think I went into the
5: mindset, um, went into the course with the mindset that it wasn't going to be like 24 hours in A&E. It was going to be really, really different. Um, and was it <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> um I previously to uni I did a levels and I did that in psychology and sociology and law so with psychology, I already had um a bit of a scientific background, so it meant that I could understand the research side of the course more but um actually the most challenging thing I found was not the academic content it was more actually placement, and I think it was the hours that I actually really struggled with it was just the Twelve-hour shifts, which some people that can't—I don't want to say works for—but they can manage it. But I actually found that really difficult. I think, especially, it makes you kind of—it um, can, I think, isolate you a little bit from other students. Because in first year, I lived in halls, and um, you know, some nights there were massive socials where people would go out, and then I knew I had a shift the next day. So, I think if you let it, it can isolate you a little bit. But you just need to. You know, make time for yourself and you do get a degree of flexibility over your shifts but yeah I think just to talk to other student nurses and to just keep going because it is you are a very different student to other you know like students at the uni that they can just go to their lectures and come back whereas you know you've got another shift or something but that's the side of it I found most challenging I think just adapting to that big change
1: it is quite an interesting uh, point you've raised isn't it? It is, it's is—it's almost like a hybrid thing isn't it because you are in practice mm-hmm. there's that culture there's the university culture there's as victor said you know you, you want to have a bit of a time out you know uh, etc did you, in this point of isolation it's quite a unique role isn't it whereas mm-hmm. I mean, you've talked about law etc there are courses where you learn your theory and you know you apply it but this is a 24 hour care, 24 hours an a
5: Yeah so I think it's something that um I think you pick up skills to get you to get you through the massive change and that's even it sounds silly but little stuff like eating well and sleeping well mm-hmm. but also I did um I do sport at uni as well so I made time for that even though that was actually really challenging because sometimes I'd go straight to it after my shift but looking back that really really helped me through my uni because I think you can let the course take over so much you know of your life, mm. which is is great in a way because you know you're a nurse and that's your role, but equally you do just need to have you know normal student time and just like let your hair down mm. a bit because it, it does get really stressful at
0: times mm. yeah.
1: Victor being a man in nursing mm. is it Different. It's, it's still quite a female-dominated profession, isn't it? And I know you yeah. particularly wanted to sort of be here to fly the flag for chaps, but how's it, and I know myself, yeah. but I'm not going to sort of impose my views on you, but how's it been being a, a man in nursing?
2: I mean, uh, first of all, even in in regards to like man, uh, man or woman, you'd still need to enter nursing if you're really focusing on having a, like, have a big passion for nursing, so... I wouldn't enter a career that I wasn't that passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very important. But in regards to being a man, like sometimes it's seen as asinine, but it's it's a very it. it I feel it's uh, it does definitely uh, bring uh, benefits uh, being a man. Um, it's uh, from what I've been told on from what I've been told on placement from other male nurses. Um, it's known that just. Uh, men are just, because we're such a minority, we're just for some reason, I don't know, respected a bit, tiny bit more, I don't know if that's true. Um, I've felt quite well respected in my placements, obviously there's been some that I haven't been that well respected by me and that's just bound to happen. Um, So, you know, as a man, I don't think, uh, all the male nurses out there, I don't think uh, they should worry, stick your chest and your head up straight, you know, is smile and it, it would be all right and uh, also um, in college because I was doing health and social care um I've been quite used to being like <laughs> don't mean this in a weird but uh, in a weird way but just being very comfortable around a very uh dominated and populated um female group um so I don't honestly very well put thank you <laughs> I don't I don't feel like uh, I don't uh, feel uh, off put by that at all um, if anything, sometimes I there was one placement uh, in my elective placement that I went to, and I didn't even uh, realize that I was like the only guy there until after handover. So it does it, it does eventually become a habit. So it, I know it, I know it sounds weird, but eventually just uh, stick to it. And it'll be alright. It'll be alright. Yeah, I mean when I trained, it was 29 women and me. Um, yeah.
1: And I know I, I do. Yeah, I, I reflect <laughs> on that. That we just all got on with it. And I suppose it's quite a diverse profession as well. There's 30, um, different ages and cultures and ethnicity etc let's look at tips then which you've actually beautifully started looking at Um, if you each had well I just want to say three tips because it it bound sort of narrows you down a little bit doesn't it but a handful of tips to surviving being a student and Louisa is that a right word surviving it sounds very negative doesn't it
5: Um, I actually think I think it is an okay word to use it because I do think I think us nurses, because naturally we're quite, like, smiley people, put on the front, um, but actually it is really, really challenging. And I think, I mean, I don't know if this is to get you through the course, but I think one big tip you need to do is to look out for each other because it is it can be really difficult some of the stuff you see. Um, and I do think it's so helpful talking to your friends or talking to your peers on the course and sharing experiences because it really is, it is so much like it's really good for your mental health to mm. just get it off your chest and to know that other people are going through similar things because as i said you can feel a little bit isolated but i think sharing your experiences with anyone really and we've all got our personal tutors which are really great to talk to so yeah talking to other people about
4: it
1: yeah wendy just a tips and-
4: um i would say when you're on placement um try and perhaps go there ahead of, ahead of the placement to try and introduce yourself and make it a bit less daunting, and at, le- at least find out how to get there, where you're going to park, um, and just be really enthusiastic while you're there, you need to look for opportunities mm. for things to learn, try, try and read up a bit about the area that you're going to be in, yeah, just look for opportunities, so if there's perhaps a clinical nurse specialist that comes in, can you arrange a time, but r- r- arrange it yourself? because your mentor doesn't have time necessarily to be mm. thinking of these things. Um, so just be really proactive and enthusiastic.
1: I did wonder whether music helps you because I'm guessing you must play instruments?
4: I do, yeah. I don't have a huge amount of time for playing, but I do mm. sometimes sit at the piano and, and just play a bit just to relax. And i have sort of listening to music in the car on mm. the way home from a shift as well is quite a nice relaxing time and I've also I don't I wouldn't say I love exercise at all but I've started to exercise since being on this course doing sort of gentle thing yoga and although mm. also doing a bit of weights as well but I do I do find exercise helpful even as a I'm a bit averse to exercise normally but it has been really helpful.
1: And Leanne you're on a, a different course I'm wondering with mental health, that uh, does that become a uh, do you get a lot more support? Is what I'm saying because um, the focus of the whole course is on uh, mental health, perhaps more than the physical. I, uh, I don't
3: know. I think the thing I've noticed, especially, is how supportive actually all the mentors I've had have been. I'm really understanding of if you've got things going on in your personal lives, and I, from talking to people in other professions, I think. I've had a better time of that than a lot of people have. And I've never felt alone when I've had things going on. Everyone's been great, especially the tutors here. Like, They'll support you all the way. And I, I do think so. maybe part of that comes from the profession we're in. We're very aware of the impact that these things can have on people, so it's in the front of our mind all the time. So I think that's made quite a big difference.
1: Mm, that's changed, hasn't it? Well, you won't know, but that when I trained, which was in the late 1980s, um, you were meant to draw about you to man up, you know, the masculine thing. But I think we we're all, you know, thrown in the deep end, and um, if you survived it, you got strong by it. But that's not a terribly helpful philosophy because I probably got baggage that you, you know, it says a mental health nurse, you need to get sorted out. But so, um, so it's quite nice to hear that, isn't it? that, that there's um, um, uh, support from the tutors. Is that just um, because you're talking about personal tutors? Um, how does that work? Is that just going along and booking an appointment to you and talking through? Uh,
3: we, we have a couple, maybe one or two a term that you've booked in with your personal tutor, but I meant they're probably sick of seeing me now here, but <laughs> I just pop in and talk to them all the time, and we have. I don't know how it works for the adults, but for mental health we have a bi-weekly like, drop-in session. So the tutors are available here on a Wednesday, like every other Wednesday. So we can drop in and let's just have a cup of tea and talk to them. And that that's quite a handy thing because if you've got anything on your mind, you can talk it through. And actually my cohort has been a fantastic source of support because we all understand the challenges we're all going through. And I think, especially being a small cohort, there's only about 30 of us, so we all know each other and everyone looks out for each other like if you're off for one day you've got people messaging you like oh are you okay mm-hmm. what's going on for you yeah. and that's that's made a massive difference I genuinely don't think I would made it this far through the course without them. And
2: Victor tips? Uh, so just before I say my tips uh, like you say Leanne I think formulating a WhatsApp group is very very good <laughs> very good um, so uh, my tips would just be um, organisational Uh, skills as well as time management and accumulation with all the tips that you guys have said as well um so it's just because the fact that you have to be well organized in this course and manage your time well to be able to be able to do all these um a different uh, variety of work because you're not just given an essay, you're given an essay, you're given placement, you're given an exam at the same time, you know, you have to be able to work your way around that and I have had an occasion last year where I had these three and I had to, um, because I do this uh, fitness thing on the side so I have to make time for that as well as well as with my social life for my friends and family so you have to be well organized and you have to manage your time well but it it does depend on um, it does depend on your life. So, uh, master being able to master that, which will take time, but it will definitely definitely be a very good guide, um, eventually, once you master it.
1: So just a final question, and I'm kind of throwing this one at you a little bit, is your views of the image of nursing. What makes a nurse? What's um, Because we see all sorts of people in nursing now with um, tall, short, with tattoos and old and young, etc. Is, is there a, you know, I'm wondering what your concept of, a, of the
2: modern nurse is? Um, I've genuinely seen... All those different uh, <laughs> types of variety of people, um, and it really only depends on one thing, and that's um, how the person actually is. Uh, it doesn't It doesn't matter on their physical image at all. It really matters on how they abide by the NMC code of conduct, how they abide by all clinical legislations and guidelines. Uh, but most importantly, is just about the care they give, how well they reflect on the sixes of uh, nursing. Um, and uh just to be able to take constructive criticism is one of the greatest skills mm. um that you can have in nursing because you will be criticized every single day but not in a not in a bad way, and that's sometimes that's what people. That's sort of what loses rapport when you, um, especially in clinical areas. From what I've seen, it's uh, people give constructive criticism, and I've been given constructive criticism. Thankfully, because with my family and uh, stuff like that, I, I can take that well. But I've seen other people; they they can't take that as well, and they think that they're starting. Uh, they 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 argue back. They think mm. st- and then an argument starts, and then you lose rapport, and then that obviously lowest productivity and the actual efficiency of the care provided for the patients. so you guys have to think you're all in there specifically for um, the patients to to care for them and provide the highest quality possible best standard care um, and to obviously rationalize that with evidence.
1: Mm. It is quite difficult isn't it to be open to constructive criticism and I, I know you're right throughout your whole career you have to do that Leanne the image that the nurse the image of nursing for you is it as Victor said it's it's based on values um, rather than I say what you look like but uh, we are a dynamic profession serving a dynamic public
3: yeah I, I think I think he's completely right I think maybe 50 years ago there was quite a set in stone image of a nurse but I like that you can be very diverse now. If you want blue hair, you can have blue hair. And actually, it's quite a nice talking point. Like, I have tattoos. And actually, some people, that's opened up a conversation in a way it wouldn't because it's something to focus on outside of their immediate kind of problems that are going on. And I think it's great now that actually we're judged by the care we deliver and the values we can bring to our profession rather than some stereotypical nurse outfit that we're meant to wear. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's a great thing.
1: Yeah. You're, you're in Wendy. Yeah, I, didn't,
3: I completely
4: agree with what both of them have said. Nursing ne- is a profession that needs all sorts of characters, and it is entirely based on your values and ha- how compassionate you are, and respectful, and um, open-minded, accepting, tolerant, those sorts of things.
1: And is that easy to do? Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean it must be challenging it must be challenging because be challenging. you're dealing with so many different people but it's kind of like you say Leanne isn't it that that uh, it, and what you're all saying is about reflection really I suppose yes. I'm, maybe I'm giving you answers but yeah I, I'm guessing you know it's easy to say that but can be challenging at
4: yeah times. it can yeah. be challenging for
1: sure yeah Louisa image of nursing
4: um so
5: I think I think sometimes people forget that we're human and we've all got you know we're all diverse we've all got our own preferences yeah. Um, obviously, sometimes there's a line, you know, like if you've got, I've got quite a few piercings, if you've got loads of piercings and, you know, hygiene and whatnot, so that's something different. <laughs> okay. But, like, um, yeah, I think it's great that we we were able to express ourselves a bit more. We're not just somebody in uniform, you know, we're not just robots. But also, I think, you know, as a nurse, you do need to be aware that some people, like the elderly, might not be a fan of these tattoos or these piercings or... And you will get people that will sometimes make unfortunate comments, um, but equally you get people that you know love the diverse side of it. So I think you just need to be aware that sometimes people might find things disrespectful and might not be their cup of tea, but you just need to give the best care you can because at the end of the day, I've met people that have different color hair or loads and loads of tattoos and they are the loveliest people ever. It is just if you're able to offer care or not, that's mainly what it's about.
1: Lovely. Well, it only leaves me to wish you all the best in your careers, and um, you're qualifying next year, aren't you? Where are we? Yeah. We're twenty. Yeah, yeah.
5: Gary. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you will be qualifying next year, yeah. definitely. So uh, anyway, I wish you all the best, and thank you very much. Thank you. Thank thank you. you very
0: much. Really interesting to hear from all the students at, at Surrey. Um, what do you feel were some of the sort of takeaway points? So I was quite interested in what they're saying, particularly around the image of nursing, of course, ahead of yeah. uh, next year being the year of the nurse and, and midwife.
1: Yeah, I think it, it was. Um Interesting for me, Flavia, no major surprises, but it's always good to hear. Always good to hear the students, and certainly in, in terms of the image of nursing, very much about diversity and inclusion, and and the consistency. I think being your values and connecting with and communicating with the patient and service users, whatever your background. But also, did you hear there about well-being? How mm. how? Yeah, students are using all sorts of different methods to make sure they're keeping that um, work and life balance. You heard Victor there doing all his fitness Mm. brilliantly and Wendy Mm. on the piano, etc. So all all that was going on. I think it's so important. Also, I think they rather framed, I thought, very well the type of student you need to be to sort of... I don't want to use the word survive. I think that's that's the wrong word. But just to be the best you can. It was about being... A proactive student—you—you mm. you heard that, you know, not being spoon-fed, kind of making your own breaks. And I mean, seeking opportunities, looking for those learning moments. So that came across very loud and clear. But also, and I, I think Liam was reflecting on this, the need to adapt quickly. Mm. You know, if you don't do the pre-reading, do it next time. Yeah. If you didn't seek help, reflect on that and do it next time. Don't carry on in patterns that may not work for you. But I, th- I think the final thing was the value of the practice areas in universities in supporting students, very welcomed by the mm-hmm. students. They really value being able to talk with, with those who are a little bit further ahead, the experienced staff, etc. So, yeah, really, really yeah. great to meet them all.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of watch this space with these students, isn't it? Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah,
0: they should be graduating next year.
1: Yeah, in mm-hmm. the summer, that's right, absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Well, thanks very much. It's a we- pleasure. Indeed, and we look forward to um, hearing more from you. Oh and dear. And a few more in the pipeline.
1: <laughs> okay, thanks Blavia.
0: Brilliant, thanks a lot, goodbye. And finally, have you entered the RCNI Nurse Awards? You can find out why you should from one of our core judges, Joanne Bozenkay, next. And you can get all the details you need to enter at nurseawards.co.uk.
3: The advice that I would give to any nurse that wants to enter, enter these awards for next year would be, do it. Just go for it. Talk from your heart. Make sure that you um, evidence what what you're you know what you're saying. Make sure that you're thinking about outcomes, not just at personal level but at, at population level as well. And think about the whole kind of public health, population health, and prevention agenda. Uh, and if you do that, then then that should be absolutely fine. The highlight of my day today is is watching natural leaders having a no idea how good they are. They, they, most of them, we had to tease out of them examples of where they have led because they were giving the credit to other people. And nurses tend to do that.
2: We tend, we, we tend to do that quite a lot and we don't take the credit.